0: Welcome, everyone, to Family Talk. It's a ministry of the James Dobson Family Institute, supported by listeners just like you. I'm Dr. James Dobson, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us.
1: It's no secret that stress is a part of life for adults. Everyone knows it, especially when it comes to dealing with finances or work or relationships or even good things like the family. But you know, our kids also deal with their own stress and anxiety from the pressures of life as well. It is a sad reality that more and more children must manage ever-increasing demands in today's world. And many kids are even battling depression even suicidal thoughts, and they may have friends who are struggling with these challenges as well. Research now shows that stress has damaging effects on a developing child's mental, physical, and emotional health. As parents and grandparents, we must safeguard the well-being of our kids and grandkids and limit the amount of stress in their lives. Welcome to Family Talk. I'm Roger Marsh. On today's classic program, we're going to hear from Dr. Archibald Hart, who was a very good friend of Dr. Dobson for over 40 years. Arch was on the program with Dr. many times. And on today's and tomorrow's programs, you're going to hear these two clinical psychologists unpack the different things that stress kids out. You will not want to miss a moment of either of these insightful conversations. Now, since this program was originally recorded several years ago, we should point out that Dr. Archhart has since gone home to be with the Lord. He was just 89 years old at the time of his passing. However, the wisdom from Dr. Dobson and Dr. Hart is timeless. Their profound insights have been so helpful to so many parents over the years, including myself. I know when my kids were just entering high school, one of the first books I read on adolescence and stress was from Dr. Archibald Hart. And one of his interviews with Dr. Dobson really helped me understand why my kids were more stressed out than I thought they were or than I thought they should be. Now, in this classic interview, Dr. Hart and Dr. Dobson will break down the reasons kids are dealing with so much stress in the first place. They'll also explain how family life and peer pressure can be so damaging to children. Dr. Arch Hart certainly left a lasting legacy in the area of child psychology. He was a best-selling author of over 35 books and also a board-certified psychopharmacologist. Dr. Hart worked at Fuller Theological Seminary as the dean for the School of Psychology and later served as dean emeritus as well as professor emeritus. Before his retirement, he taught classes at the seminary for the Doctor of Ministry program. Dr. Arch Hart has joined his wife Kathleen in heaven. Together, their legacy included three grown daughters and many, many grandchildren. Let's listen into this classic edition of Family Talk right now, featuring Dr. Archibald Hart and our own Dr. James Dobson.
0: Well, let's talk about stress in your child. Uh, the notion of childhood as uh, carefree. And stress-free is really a a popular myth today, isn't
2: it? It's a thing of the past. There was a time when you could view childhood as a a very special time of life, when you weren't bothered with the world, its cares, its troubles. But that's gone. And increasingly, trauma, uh, catastrophe, increasingly we are seeing... Life getting tough for kids.
0: It's getting tough for all of us. It, it's getting and, tough for yeah. all of us, but yeah. the, the children are not escaping that toughness. Yeah. And yet parents often don't recognize the signs of stress in their no. kids. No. Uh,
2: Part of the reason is because they look for stress in the wrong places, Jim. They, they, they're looking for stress in some of the more serious of life's traumas, yeah. when in fact uh, the, the, the pace of life, the what we call the fast-track child, is perhaps the most stressed child of all, the pressure is up on children to perform, uh, mm-hmm. to be something special, to be super people, and out of that context, I think most of the destructive stress we see is coming.
0: Now, let's let's explore that just a little further. Uh, most parents think of a stressful situation for a child growing out of mm-hmm. divorce. Uh, death of a parent, uh, one of those extremely traumatic things that the child will remember forever. But there's just an awful lot of stress in the routine experiences of living. In everyday living, in the many
2: expectations we lay on our kids, on on parents who expect children to perform superbly in the school setting, in parents who want to give their children the best they can, but then over-program their kids. Uh, to such an extent that there's no time, there's no no room in a child's life for recovery. And we are seeing increasingly the signs of serious stress disorder emerging in younger and younger children.
0: You know, one of the sources of that stress that I've observed more now than when I started writing uh, was this uh, get them started early and give them a head start on life Mm -hmm. and really make something out of them. Uh, philosophy, yeah. so that you try to get them reading by three, and you mm-hmm. try to get them into good uh, music and literature, or some kind of athletic something or other, and you're really driving those kids mm-hmm. towards some kind of, of goal. When in fact, childhood itself ought to meander a little bit. It, 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 there <laughs> should be some uh,
2: lost moments, uh, some bypath meadows in childhood. Now, I, I'm I'm not saying that one should not hold out high expectations for one's children. I'm not saying that one should not give them the best exposure that you can, but it's got to be balanced. And I think that part of the problem is that we do not balance that pressure. Uh, We don't teach children how to relax. We only teach them how to work. When they are relaxing, when they're taking things a little easy, when they're just lying on a bed listening to some music – uh, we we go at them and say you know get off the bed there are things to be done you shouldn't sit around life's passing you by Saturday morning balance. the
0: thirteen year old sleeps in He's, it's ten thirty and the parent is just gnawing her tongue right, over right. it and yeah the that thirteen year old maybe honestly that may be
2: yes that may be what that child needs best to prevent the development of stress disease because mm-hmm. the, the whole theme of the book, the whole theme of this, this program has to do with the fact that serious stress disease in later life has its origin in childhood. Yeah. Stress doesn't begin in your 20s or 30s or 40s. It begins in your 10s and, and maybe your teens.
0: It occurs to me, Arch, that our kids are a whole lot like us. Uh, you know yeah. we live in a high stress world where yeah. we can hardly breathe sometimes the yeah. to-do list is so long yeah. and uh, it's it's really kind of naive to think that our kids are immune to that and aren't caught up in it they're not going along for the ride of course they're going yeah. along with the ride and and there are many
2: factors that uh, create stressful environments for children uh, there's the child him or herself there is the environment there is the family And, you know, it's so wonderful to be talking about stress in the context of the family because I think that that is the arena in which most stress uh, occurs. Mm -hmm. And if the family unit is not a functioning, efficient, warm, loving, caring unit, uh, I think that stress there is going to be more,
0: more, more serious on that child than anywhere else. Well, before we uh, look at the specific sources of stress and how we might deal with them, uh, let's go back to the the point we were making earlier that many parents don't recognize that their kids mm-hmm. are under stress. What are some of the... Uh, the signs of stress. Let's break them into two categories, physical signs and emotional signs, mm-hmm. because they're, they're really, a, emotional stress produces physical consequences. What are they? Yeah, well, some of the physical consequences of stress in
2: children, uh, you you see the disturbances of the stomach, the, the tummy, tummy ache, uh, the children complaining all the time about, oh, my tummy hurts. And and often we, we say, say to a child, you're imagining that, or just get off that kick, <laughs> when in fact it could be a very, very very important signal uh, in in the area of sleep, for example, sleeplessness. Uh, children having difficulty going to bed. Uh, uh, physical symptoms would also include such things as uh, as headaches, uh, frequent headaches beginning to come. So there are a number of these physical symptoms of stress that parents need to be attending to. I mean, fidgetiness, restlessness. Uh, as anxiety levels go up.
0: I've uh, even read recently that elevated cholesterol levels in childhood oh, yes. and elevated blood pressure and uh, yes. other uh, symptoms that you think of uh, as being related to adult experience yes. also relate to kids. That's right. And the more serious of the
2: physical consequences of stress uh, is the emergence earlier in life now of uh, of heart disease through the blocking of the arteries. Now, and now that, autopsies of young children killed in car accidents and so on is showing increasingly high levels of fatty deposits in the arteries. Now, that should not be in young children. I mean, if the, the child's environment is is what it should be, we shouldn't see the evidence of that severe uh, stress reaction.
0: You know, I I get angry when we talk like this because, and I've said this on the air before, but how lousy that we've allowed uh, such an uncomfortable world to be uh, developed mm-hmm. or to evolve here uh, mm-hmm. for children. Yeah. I mean, it ought to be a safe place for it, kids, of all things. Be. I mean, if we want to do that to ourselves as adults, yeah. that's yeah. one thing. Yeah. But uh, kids can just go through a really difficult time trying to grow up yes, today. Right. You know, I was reflecting uh, at the time I was writing the book on,
2: on my own childhood. You know, the, the worst violence I ever saw was another kid get a bloody nose from someone who gave him a punch, right? Why'd you hit him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, why did I hit him? Yeah. But the average child today none of, doesn't see bloody noses, sees murders. Mm See, it's crime uh, of the order of which I never would have dreamt of as a child. Mm -hmm. And that stuff has got to be carried home uh, by that child and become a part of their their fear system and their emotional uh, makeup. Mm -hmm. And so we get these physical symptoms. Then there are the psychological symptoms. uh, Depression, uh, marked increase in depression in children.
0: Let's stop with that Mm -hmm. one. How does a parent recognize depression in a child because he didn't often say i'm depressed today no uh, how does that look no. and the child doesn't go around crying
2: or being sad as we would typically see it in the adult but it, it shows uh, up in children often with increased irritability uh, suddenly the tolerance for frustration is down volatile I mean. personality it's explosive yeah. explosive a uh, very low tolerance for any pressure blowing up a lot uh, you, you see it in marked drop in energy level they lie around a lot uh, they, they they're not sleeping but they just don't do anything and this profound fatigue and that really is clinically mm-hmm. from for depression is is one of the more important symptoms
0: mm-hmm. and that, a sleep, sleep disturbance sleep. again and then
2: yeah. again we yeah. see the sleep yeah. disturbance then and then of course we get anxiety problems escalating mm-hmm. with with increased stress up goes the the, the, the level of anxiety, and again, going back to the physical uh, a- a manifestation of stress, uh, with increased stress, the immune system becomes compromised. And so you get p- kids get sick more often. A kid is always getting a cold, always getting the flu. And, and parents need to be
0: alert to the fact that that could be a sign that the child is under too much stress. Now, the nature of stress on children varies tremendously with their age. Uh, preschoolers have, have age. a whole different yes. world than, than yeah. a 13-year-old. Yeah. Talk about the
2: stress through the years. Yes. Uh, uh, when, you know, starting perhaps uh, before a child goes to school, a lot of the stress there is associated with, uh, with the comfort of the home, with things like separation. Separation anxiety, uh, with with more and more couples both having to work in order to survive economically. Children have to be left in daycare centers. And the stress. Do you see that as stressful? Oh, yes. I, I think that there is no doubt in my mind that a child who, who has to, to, to be in that foreign environment. Uh, often not treated as as lovingly or carefully as as, as it would at home. You're uh, touching a lot of, of
0: people at this moment. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I
2: know, uh, and they are you know, they're daycare yeah. centers and they're daycare centers. Yeah, but uh, no matter how good the daycare center, I think we just have to be honest. Well,
0: Dr. Burton White of the Harvard preschool study said, "It's not my job." To either increase anxiety or decrease anxiety in parents, it's my job to tell the truth. And the truth is that whole daycare arrangement has many problems associated with it. Yeah. I mean, the child uh, is confused. There's always the separation problem. You know, how can we
2: believe that that doesn't affect the child. How about in the elementary years? What are the well, sources? we move to the stuff? elementary, as soon as you go to school, now you have uh, peer relationships. Now you have the school setting. Now you have teachers. Now you have a whole new set of demands and expectations coming upon you. And uh, at this point, uh, a lot of the gastric sort of problems, the tummy problems, will begin to emerge in the, in the child mm-hmm. at that stage. It has a lot to do with the outside world, interfacing with the outside world. It, it's, it's like being let out of the cage now
0: and beginning to explore the, the jungle around the, 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 the nest. Talk about the Super Bowl of all stress-inducing activities of adolescence, early adolescence especially. Well, yes. Now you're back to yourself.
2: Uh, you see uh, pre-adolescence, it's the outside world. Adolescence... The the stress is yourself. It it, it sort of comes from within. How am I doing? What do people think of me? It's uh, the whole issue of image formation and the coming to terms with who you are and the fact that you're not the perfect person you, you thought you were. A lot of disillusionment. Uh, a lot of disappointment, failure at this point becomes more frequent. Yeah. You, you don't get the home run. Uh, you, you, you don't get the A grade. There's so much you can't achieve and that, that all spells stress back
0: to the child. The two greatest sources of stress in childhood that I would see are the broad categories at least. Uh, the first is, is conflict within the family where a child is, yeah. is physically or sexually abused or sibling rivalry or, you know, one of those major problems within the family. The other, uh, it comes for those youngsters who are specifically rejected and attacked by their peers. I don't know if there's any stress any greater than believing fully believing that everybody thinks you 're a fool, yeah, yeah I mean everybody, and yeah. some of these kids, because of the way they look mm-hmm. uh, they 're scrawny, they didn 't grow, they have acne all over the place, uh, you know teeth, funny teeth, whatever it is, mm-hmm. every day of their life, when they present their body, their image to their peers, the information that comes back is that you are worthless, you absolutely worthless, and yeah. what that does to a person's self-concept and to the level of stress is impossible it's to impossible. overcalculate. And they are
2: scars that many people will carry the rest of their lives. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was just last week talking to a, a man in his early 30s who is in a deep, deep depression. And, and all he could talk about was the teenage years and severe acne and the effect that that had on his, mm. on his self-image. And now that he mm. is perfectly normal, he can't shake that, uh, that image. And and that, that attitude that he believes others have towards him, uh, then the teenage years I think begin to develop a whole new set of stressors. I mean, sex becomes an issue; mm. the opposite sex becomes an issue. Uh, in the in the schooling situation, the temptations, the the drug culture, the alcohol, the the alcohol, yeah. all of that puts stress on a child. And the child is under stress if you say no, and is under stress if you give in to the peer pressure. And at yeah. it's at that stage that I think the child needs a tremendous amount of understanding. And there's got to be someone in that child's life to provide uh, an outlet for the confusion and the stress that that child uh, builds up.
0: Well, Arch, this is a topic that's going to take us two days to deal with. And we've, we've talked about the problem to this point. Yeah. Uh, I know there are parents out there who are saying, I have suspected all along that my child was depressed or was going through stress. Uh, Now I'm convinced of it, and they're waiting for us to tell them, what now? What do I do now? That's really the theme of your book, isn't it? It's not just to say kids are under stress, but it's saying there are some ways Mm -hmm. that we can do better. In fact, your, your title here, the title before stress in your child says, the hidden reason why your child may be moody, resentful, or insecure, and then the subtitle is its causes, dangers, and prevention. Uh, you believe there's a lot I've parents can do to help. Oh, there them? is. Yes, there is. And if
2: parents don't do it, who is going to do it? Yeah. Uh, and there is a lot we can do to train up our children so they go into adulthood without the stress proneness that we have and uh, there are uh, important ways in which you can protect your child there are ways in which you can develop an environment uh, that can protect them a way you can stress proof your child and a way that you can teach your child how to to recover from stress first of all how can you know when you need professional help Uh, well that depends on the severity of the symptoms i mean if you have a young child and uh, cholesterol level is high. And I do advocate that, that parents uh, have a cholesterol test uh, early in the child's life. Certainly by the time a child goes to school, somewhere in there well, you should run a cholesterol test as, uh, to see whether or not there are some serious problems. To so you begin
0: with a physical exam. Uh, blood and pressure a physical and so exam, blood yeah. pressure.
2: You know, make sure the child is physically all right. But it really depends on whether the symptoms are incapacitating. And a child who is not sleeping, a child who seems to be depressed, moody, um, morose uh, a, a child who's got a lot of anxiety who who, who uh, suffers from a lot of uh, tension uh, it may mean that you've got to, to get some professional help but for the vast majority of parents my guess is that it, it's something you can work on yourself.
0: You don't have to be a professional. You don't in that have to be a professional. To, all right. What do they do? I look at my child. I say, "Boy, I'm worried about him." I mean, he's not sleeping well. He's not eating right. Uh, he seems bottled up. He seems to be holding things inside. What do I do first? I, I think the, the first thing to do is to
2: to do a survey. Begin to sit down with a sheet of paper, and there's a, there's a work page in the book to do this. But just sit down with a piece of paper and begin to identify the sources of stress develop a little analysis. Write it down where you can see it. Uh, Write down all the the pressures that are on the child. Maybe maybe you're a single parent. Maybe the school situation is bad. Maybe there's conflicts with... Is. Maybe uh, dad is not as, as, as loving or as kind, understanding as he should be. Just to make a list of all those many stressors that are aggravating the child. And then you can begin to get an idea of which you can work on, which can change. And there are some uh, stressors you can't change much, but there
0: are a whole bunch that uh, you, you can make some changes. Uh, you have a whole chapter in the book on discipline. Apparently, uh, yes. uh, discipline and stress can be very much related. If, you, if the wrong sort of discipline
2: will escalate the, the stress level in a child. And uh, it, it's important that parents know how to discipline appropriately. And if you, if you are too slack, you're in trouble. And if you're too strict, you're in trouble. That's a tough target. Boy, well, it's in that middle, middle ground. Road. Yeah. There's a middle road you have to go.
0: In that chapter on discipline, in fact, uh, you suggest uh, three little sentences that yes. may be helpful. Uh, yes. we're, we're almost out of time. Right. Why don't you well, that Well, you quick? know, the,
2: the, the three little sentences, uh, the, the first one is, uh, because I say so. You know, everyone else is doing it, Mom. You know, everyone else is going to this disco and so on. Can't, why can't I go? What's the reason? Give me explanations, because I say so. Another good uh, discipline phrase uh, is uh, "Do it now." Uh, procrastination, I think, drives the average parent up the <laughs> wall. Uh, and you know, Mary comes downstairs, and you ask Mary, "Did you make your bed?" "No, Mom. I'm in a hurry. I'll I'll do it later." And you know, Mary isn't going to do it. You know, and do it really now. do just it now. Just do it. Yeah. And and stop what you're doing. Put down everything else. Stand there and say, "Do it now." Yeah. And Mary comes up and do it now. And by giving it the attention, the immediacy of that yeah. attention, you can do a lot to increase. And and the third sentence is, I say no. I say no. Mm. And and so often, parents are afraid to say no. They're afraid that yeah. the child won't like them. And you just, I say
0: no, period. Mm. You know, I, uh, I've talked about uh, in my own books the importance of setting up boundaries that are very clear, uh, you just draw them in, in a way that the child knows exactly what it is you want, and it reduces stress for both of you if that's very clear and if you're willing to back them up. Yes. Uh, I find that true at business. Uh, one of my most important jobs here is to draw the territories, the responsibilities, mm-hmm. very clearly mm-hmm. for these fast-moving, yeah. high-energy <laughs> resources who work here. And in areas where I'm a little bit uncertain, you know, if mm-hmm. I leave any confusion as to whose job it is to do something, there will be mm-hmm. friction at that point that's, that's right. and stress for the people involved. Well, I yeah. don't know if that's clear, that's but clear, it, it yeah. means a lot to me. Right. You
2: know? and And you see, the key then, I think, to good discipline is mean what you say and say, say what, what you, you mean. mean. And back
0: it up. And then be consistent. Yeah. Be absolutely consistent. That not only reduces stress for the child, oh, but it does a your whole own lot for boy, your way, own. Wait, wait, wait. Arch, we're really out of time now. But uh, I want to talk more about uh, the prevention factor in this issue of stress in childhood. The, n- the name of the book, appropriately enough, is Stress in Your Child, published by Word Publishers. Uh, written by Dr. Archibald D. Hart, Uh, Stressing Your Child, Its Causes, Dangers, and Prevention. Uh, I think this is a book that's going to be very, very helpful to parents, and I do uh,
1: recommend it. This is Roger Marsh once again, and I pray that today's Family Talk broadcast has had a real impact on your life and your family. Stress is a real part of everyone's life, both young and old alike. And it's up to us as parents to comfort and help our kids process and overcome anxiety. I encourage you to get your hands on Dr. Arch Hart's book mentioned in the program. Again, it's titled, Stress and Your Child. You'll find a link for that book, as well as Dr. Hart's ministry, on today's broadcast page at drjamesdobson.org. Again, just go to drjamesdobson.org and then click onto the broadcast page. In addition to listening to our program on the radio or on your phone, you can also use your Amazon Alexa. This hands-free device allows you to listen to Dr. Dobson anytime with a simple command. Once you enable the Family Talk skill, say, Alexa, play today's broadcast of Family Talk. It's that easy. Discover how to access our daily program on your device by going to drjamesdobson.org forward slash Alexa. Are you desiring encouraging resources for you and your family? Then be sure to sign up for Dr. Dobson's valuable monthly newsletter. Every few weeks, Dr. Dobson takes time to write his personal thoughts on issues facing our Christian walk. It's an informative letter that we want you to have without any financial obligation. To get yours, simply call 877-732-6825, and a member of our team will be happy to mail you a copy of the latest edition of our newsletter. Again, call 877-732-6825. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure to join us again tomorrow as Dr. Dobson and Dr. Archibald Hart continue their discussion on addressing the topic of stress in our kids. You will not want to miss that informative broadcast coming up next time right here on Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk.
2: This has been a presentation
1: of the Dr. James Dobson Family Institute.